The following is my conversation with fellow science legend, Richard Dawkins. He spent a good chunk of the interview discussing the topic of personifiers and sublets. So without further ado, Bucklin, it's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> this show is made possible through the support of Hygrophytes Rajkut. I strongly believe in their products, so please check them out if you're not familiar with them. HygrophytesRajkut.com. Thanks for watching. Welcome, Richard. Hi, Lexman. So let's jump right into the subject of personifiers and sublets. How would you define these terms? Personifiers are simply entities that take on human qualities like animals or objects. For example, water can be personified as a spirit, a goddess, or an angry god. Sublets are entities that take on the role of something else, like a chair or bed, for example. The chair may take on the role of your friend, and the bed may take on the role of your lover. And how do these two concepts relate to each other? They can overlap quite a bit. For example, a chair might be personified as your friend, but it could also be sublet as your lover. Or a bed might be personified as your lover, but it could also be sublet as your mother. It all depends on the context and the meaning behind the use of the term. That makes sense. So what are some other applications of personifiers and sublets? They can be used in fiction to create interesting characters and stories. Uh, for example, Ursula Le Guin uses personifiers and sublets in her novel, The Left Hand of Darkness, as a way to explore different aspects of gender and sexuality. Or they can be used in poetry to emphasize certain aspects of a poem. For example, Sylvia Plath often uses personifiers and sublets to emphasize the existential aspects of her poetry. That sounds like a pretty deep subject. So what are your thoughts on personifiers and sublets? I think they're a great way to create interesting and fun stories. They add a layer of depth and characterization to scenes, and they can help to emphasize the emotions being experienced by the characters in a story. That sounds like a fair assessment. So what do you think? Do you have any other thoughts or comments on this topic? I think personifiers and sublets are a great way to add depth and complexity to scenes. They can help to emphasize the emotions being experienced by the characters, and they can create interesting characters and stories. I think they're a really interesting way to explore different aspects of life. You mentioned in the interview that personifiers and sublets can overlap quite a bit. What are some variants of this overlap you're thinking of? There are a lot of variants, actually. For example, a chair might be personified as your friend, but it could also be sublet as your mother. Or a bed might be personified as your lover, but it might also be sublet as your enemy. Mm. It all depends on the context and the meaning behind the use of the term. So do you have any thoughts on the existence of personifiers and sublets in the absence of actual entities that fit those criteria? I don't know. It's something that's still up for debate. There are a lot of claims made about the existence of personifiers and sublets, but no one has been able to 100% prove their existence. It's an interesting topic that's still under investigation. That seems like a fair assessment. Well, thank you for your time, Richard. This was a really interesting conversation. I look forward to hearing more about this topic in the future. No problem. Thanks for having me. It was great talking with you. Bye. That concludes my conversation with Richard Dawkins on personifiers and sublets. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed it. And now for the poem read by Richard, it's titled Personifiers and Sublets. Hmm. Personifiers and sublets, entities that take on human qualities, like animals or objects. They can be used in fiction to create interesting characters and stories. For example, Ursula Le Guin uses personifiers and sublets in her novel The Left Hand of Darkness uh, to explore different aspects of gender and sexuality. 
or they can be used in poetry to emphasize certain aspects of a poem. For example, Sylvia Plath often uses personifiers and subjects to emphasize the existential aspects of her poetry.